all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Our God is wonderful, isn't he? Woo! What a day. What a day. I am so full. I have been just enjoying God all week. I have no complaints. You know, and I'm going to say this because not that things haven't been challenging this week, but, but, but God, <laughs> but our God, my God has been on the throne and he has worked things out in my life. You know, the greatest gift that God gives me, number one, besides the salvation, huh, is the revelation and understanding of his word that that he never leaves me nor forsakes me in any situation I find myself in that his word is true it's rich huh and it is liberating <laughs> it is liberating praise God for the freedom of his word how the son has set me free and I am free. Hallelujah. Indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, we just thank you for being at another broadcast, another opportunity together with you to be together with you, God. I thank you for being on the throne. I thank you for another year of celebratory opportunities God to to know that you are with us and that you have just blessed us in spite of ourselves God I just ask that you minister to every heart every mind today hallelujah and whoever picks up this broadcast God that you will minister in your own special way like only you can help me God let me decrease and you increase in my life in the name of Jesus, I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. You know, God is so awesomely, wonderfully good. <laughs> He's so, he is just wonderful. I thank God. I'm Sister Ann, by the way, and welcome to another broadcast of together with him. You know, this is an opportunity for us to spend some time together, to get into the scriptures, to to just say thank you. And I'm hoping that you've had a wonderful day so far in the festivities. Happy 4th of July. Uh, happy Independence Day. You know, Independence Day is a very special day for our country. Very special day for our country. But you know, I'm going to share with you what God gave me some light to that there's a greater, greater liberation. There's a greater independence day that God has provided an opportunity for all of us to just open up our hearts and say yes to <laughs> no longer being under the bondages of sin. No, we don't have to be under the bondages of sin, shame. No more. Nope. God himself has provided a way of escape, a way for us to be free and free indeed. Amen. Big shout out to all of the 
LFHHM volunteers, those that send their prayers up to the Lord on our behalf on a regular basis. Amen. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the volunteer opportunities that you have shared with us, the music ministry and and all of the just the the good information to help us out. Uh, help the ministry go forth. And that's what it's all about. It's about kingdom building, y'all. Kingdom building, building the disciples for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the kingdom that God has prepared for us as his people. Hallelujah. So, you know, that's what we do. We we minister as unto the Lord, as unto building disciples. We're uh, a faith based huh? 501c3. Yes, we are. So if you want to share and give Feel free to do that. Now, there's information out there on the website to do that. I don't bring that up on a regular basis, especially during a time to where we're to share and partake in the word of God, because I don't want anyone to get thrown off. It's not about that. It's about let's spend some time together. Let's let's get the word of God on the inside of us so that we can just be free, free from all of the the sin, shame and the fear of what happens in life, just life itself. But to know that God himself has overcome the world. So uh, I'm, I'm not sharing in that for you to go out and 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 drop whatever you want to drop. I, I'm not sharing for that reason. But just to let you know, uh, we're none of us are an island. None of us are by ourselves. We are all we are all for each and every one of us. We belong to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are the kingdom, part of the kingdom of God. We belong to the kingdom of God. And as his children, we just share in what we have an opportunity to share in. And that's all. So, you know, if the Lord touches your heart, go ahead and do that. And if he doesn't touch your heart with that, that's okay too. Send the prayers up. Spend time. Minister. Let's 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 just go on ahead and enjoy Jesus together. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, you know, I like to go ahead and praise God. I like to get my praise on. And there's a worship opportunity. I'm saying worship today because we we praise him. I know I praise him. I know you praise him. But there's also a worship opportunity that we get a chance to do. And worship is a little different in that it's not about the music. It's about going in and touching the Holy Spirit huh? and letting the Holy Spirit flow through you, getting your mind solely on him. You know, praise is something that we do. We can clap our hands. We can open up our mouths. We can shout for joy. But worship is when you spend time. When you get into the Lord and you just take the time to spend time with him, that worship goes deep. So I want to share this, uh, this little uh, praise break, but worship opportunity. And this uh, choir, children are on fire. I want everyone to know that God is dealing with children in a great way. And as we continue to minister to our children, I'm talking about all God's children. I'm talking about white children, 
black children, Hispanic children, Native American children, people, children from India, people from and children from Europe, from Africa, Asia, China, from all over the world, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, children from all over the world. God has not forgotten about you. He has not, and he is there for you. So every young person that tunes in, and I'm saying, children, we all have to have a child's heart, don't we? We do in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But just to know that you're not alone, whether you're dealing with bullying, whether you're dealing with not having uh, uh, friends, hmm? He is a friend. Jesus says that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So Jesus will be a friend and he will send you good friends. Whether you're dealing with um, parents that aren't quite up to par, God will get you through. He will get you through to adulthood. Forgive your parents hmm? and pray for them because God can transform a life just like that. Yes, he does. So children be encouraged. Amen. Amen. That's what it's all about. The heart of children. We're going to pray a special protection over you because I know here in America, we're going to be celebrating. And there's times where children get a chance to celebrate with fireworks and crackers rather and, and all of the different fire things that, you know, of course, be safe. Get you a five gallon bucket. If you have some fireworks going on tonight, this evening, get you a five-gallon bucket and make sure that your firecrackers are put out. Anything that it is extinguished. So put it in there. Anything that you burn up, put it in there so that it doesn't catch on fire. And please be careful. All right. I'm saying all that. I don't know why I'm being led to say that. But, you know, I love you. I love you. Sister Ann loves you. Amen. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord. Praise God. And just to know that if you want to chime in, all the Facebookers, big shout out to all the Facebookers, all of the YouTubers, all of the Twitchites, those are on, that are on the different, uh, what is that, gaming, gaming channels. We're out there just about everywhere. Big shout out to you. And just know that you are loved by God. We love you. I love you. And let's just spend some time together. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and just play this. Let's get this started. Praise God. All right. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. Go ahead, young people. Don't be ashamed for the Lord. Thank you. Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let the Lord use you in His great, awesome, mighty way. Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sing unto the Lord. Give your life to the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever you find your hand to do and gifts, give it to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Be great and awesome. Magnificent. 
Hallelujah is the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we love you. Glory. Hallelujah. You are wonderful, awesome, and mighty. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Celebrate who he is. Celebrate our God. Hallelujah. He is an exciting God. He is a magnificent God. He is an on-time God. Yes, He is. Yes, He is. Glory. Worship and adore Him. Praise Him with your life. Hallelujah. Glory to His holy name. Hallelujah. What do you know about Jesus? He is all right. He's all right. He's all right. Thank you, Jesus. What do you know about him? He's all right. Hallelujah. He's all right in the morning. He's all right in the noonday. And he's all right when the sun goes down. He's all right all the time. Hallelujah. He's good. God is good and he is greatly to be praised. Glory. Hallelujah. I love him today. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless him. Bless him with your lives. Hallelujah. Bless him with everything that is in you. Praise and bless his holy name. Amen and amen. We're going to just just take a few moments. We're going to celebrate God. We're going to celebrate him. Now, you know, you know that today is the 4th of July. And we took time to share a little bit about it. Be careful out there. Be careful. And, you know, let's just, if you're going to have fun, have some good, clean, wholesome fun. You don't have to have all the the uh, different kinds of fun that the world thinks is fun. Uh, have a picnic. Go spend time with the family. Go go talk to someone. Spend some time with maybe a uh, elderly person that you don't get a chance to see very often. Stop by and say hello. Take them a plate of food. You know, show some love in that way. You know, you would want God to show you that kind of love. I know I want God to show me that kind of love. So I share the kind of love that I want to receive. (laughs) That's what I do. Yes, share and go spend some time. It doesn't take long. Spend about 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and talk with an elderly person, a person who's shut in. If you can now, you know, if you're sick, don't, don't go. Hmm? But call them, maybe call them, spend some time. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, you know, uh, the American Revolution is what kicked all this off as a uh, new country. The United States of America had to start somewhere. And with that, that's what we celebrate on the 4th of July. We've talked a little bit about that in some of the previous broadcasts, you know, in a little bit more detail. But the fact of the matter is, is that somebody had to take a stand for wanting to do the right thing. You don't want to, they didn't, the country didn't want to live under the the tyranny of, of a foreign land. This was a new land. And, uh, you know, we we know that um, the Americans and the people from Europe came over here to this country, was already populated with the Native Americans. So they were here and there was a time when they came over to and then the uh, Native Americans showed them how to appreciate and cultivate and take care of the land, too. Well, it started to grow. And with that, uh, it, 
it, they wanted the Americans or now newly formed Americans wanted to, to say, look, they wanted to have their own land and they wanted to get up from under the king of England, right? So that's what this is all about. So in celebrating that, 4th of July, uh, there were African Americans, there were Africans that were part here in that time, during that time, who also played a big major role during that time of liberation and the revolutionary time. So, you know, there's different names and we've heard them in history and maybe you haven't heard them in history. Well, let's just mention a few names here. I'm not one to name drop because there's one name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's the only name I like to name drop. But let's think about some of these people who came before us and who fought for the liberty during the American Revolution. Uh, what about Crispus Attucks? Crispus Attucks was a was a uh, sea seaman. He went out and and went on uh, the sea. He worked on ships. But Crispus Attucks he died as a martyr. Yes, uh, historians credit this man as being the first man to die for the rebellion, and he became a symbol of Black American patriotism and sacrifice. And in 1770, as tensions mounted between the British and the colonial sailors in Massachusetts port, uh, it, the distrust and um, competition among them grew. And then pressure came and headed, had headed on and pressure came. And so the sailors got together and the, the soldiers, the British soldiers, and an angry mob started. Well, you know, Crispus Attucks was one of the first people there to speak out against, uh, you know, they were the injustice of maybe not having the right opportunities. The, the, the soldiers was were coming over. They were being paid so poorly to where they're like, okay, well, we're going to take some of the job opportunities that the sailors did. So they worked part-time, which, which cut into the pay that Crispus Attucks and the other sailors had. So there was a confrontation and scuffling there. Well, we can still count it to the American Revolution because the soldiers were there to to monitor and, and keep the Americans under the thumb of the king, the ruler, the British rule. Another uh, black patriot here, Salem Poor. He was a patriot soldier and he lived in Massachusetts. He started out as a slave and then it ended as an American hero. He was born in bondage in the late uh, 1740s and he purchased his own freedom and it took him 20 years to do it, but he did it. And once he purchased his own freedom during the time of the American Revolution, the independence for this country, he enlisted multiple times and was had believed to have fought in the battles of Saratoga and Monmouth and his most famous however time of heroism happened at the Battle of Bunker Hill. Now there's history out there. This is from history.com. We have some information from them. Big shout out to history.com. All right. Colonel Ty, that's another person that uh, Colonel Ty, he was a, a guerrilla war person. So he knew how to fight that type of style of warfare. And he was a loyalist to 
what uh, this war was all about. So he earned a reputation as the most uh, formidable guerrilla leader in the Revolutionary War. And during his years uh, in fighting, now he fought for the British. Uh, the Patriots feared his raids while their slaves welcomed his help in their rebellion. Slavery was happening during this time. So there were black slaves during the time and slaves were just glad to, you know, that someone was fighting for the independence and the revolution and were hopeful that the outcome would allow for them to be free too. So whether these men fought for the British or fought for the Patriots, uh, you know, under George Washington, look, it was just an opportunity to end whatever oppression they found themselves in. But they were still great people. Uh, there was a first Rhode Island regiment and it integrated the revolutionary forces. So uh, the first Continental Army unit, which largely comprised of black New Englanders, showcased African-Americans as skill as soldiers and commented on their uh, to their brother on the battlefield. So it, so they uh, were great skilled soldiers. And here is a regiment that fought uh, during that time in the late 1770s. Dwindling manpower forced George Washington to reconsider his original decision to ban black people from the Continental Army. So in 1778, a Rhode Island legislature declared that both free and enslaved black people could serve to attract the latter. The Patriots promised freedom at the end of service. So, you know, there was just a promise of freedom. And, you know, that's why they fought, right? They fought for the freedom. They, they knew that they found themselves in a way of bondage and they wanted to be free. Well, Phyllis Wheatley, isn't that a famous African-American? She was a poet. She was a poet. Mm -hmm. And she wrote, she was a revolutionary intellectual who waged a war for freedom with her words. <laughs> Captured as a child in West Africa, then taken to North America and enslaved, Wheatley had an unusual experience in bondage. Her owners educated her and supported her literary pursuits. In 1773, at around age 20, Wheatley began became the first African-American and third woman to publish a book of poetry in the Young Nation shortly after her owners freed her. So those were American patriots, African-American patriots, but American patriots who fought for their freedom, fought for the liberation to be free in this country because they found themselves in a bondage way. Now, uh, what, uh, what does that have to do with the Lord? Well, it has everything, doesn't it? It has everything to do with God. Uh, who is God? He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last. He is the answer. He is the answer to all who are enslaved 
in sin sickness. Huh? We're born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But God has provided a way of escape for us. Hallelujah. Didn't he do it? And that is why we glorify him. He is our king. See, the back in the day during the American Revolution, the Americans didn't want to be under the kingdom of the English rule. They wanted to be their own rule. That's where the American, the Constitution was written. Huh? So God himself, people find themselves in a way of bondage, but God, he provides a way of freedom. He is the way of escape, spiritually so and naturally so. Amen. Now let's look, get your Bibles out, get your Bible. I hope you've had a chance to read your Bible this week or listen to the Bible. Uh, there's great Bible apps out there that you can listen to it. Of course, listening to an opportunity where others are teaching on the Bible, but it's nothing like, it's nothing like reading the Bible for yourself. Nothing like it. Turn to Psalm 118. Now we're going to stay in Psalm for several verses here. Psalm 118. We're going to stay in that chapter. Hmm. All right. So this is a psalm of thanksgiving. It really is. It's a psalm of thanksgiving for the Lord's saving goodness. Amen. Let's start at verse one. And I'm going to be reading in the Amplified, but read whatever version you have. Definitely do that. Okay. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his loving kindness endures forever. Oh, let Israel say his loving kindness endures forever. Oh, let the house of Aaron say his loving kindness endures forever. Oh, let those who reverently fear the Lord say his loving kindness endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. He is the great liberator, y'all. He's the great liberator. Huh? Verse five, out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. When we find ourselves in situations, especially sin sick situations. Yep. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? We find ourselves doing things that we don't want to do, saying things that we don't want to say, wishing and wanting a better life. Huh? When we find ourselves in that way, we should just call on the Lord. Just call on him. I don't care where you find yourself in life, what you find yourself doing. Call on the name of the Lord. Here, the promise says huh, that when the man of God, when the person called on, on the Lord, he called on, he was in distress. See, we find ourselves in distress situations, you know, but then we think we can handle it and we wrestle with it and everything. But then once we give it over to God, once we turn it over to him, what does he promise? The Lord answered the man, huh? The Lord will answer you. The Lord answers me. He answers us. And what does he do? He sets us free. He will do it. Won't he do it? Ooh, ooh. He said he would. Didn't he just say he would? Come on now. 
verse six, the Lord is on my side. Now you have to know that huh? the Lord is on your side. God didn't come down through 42 generations to just uh, to just bonk you over the head and show where, OK, well, here you're wrong. You're just going to go to hell. I'm not going to do anything for you. And you're just on your way to a, a forever damnation. No, that's not what God did. He was the great revolutionary. Come on, count coming down here in Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus is the great revolutionary. Praise God. He is the great, the great one that, that gives us our freedom. Hmm? He paid the price already. Come on. The Lord is on our side. He's on our side. And we need to know that and trust that. Praise God. I will not fear. That's what the word says. So when we know that God is on our side. Now, now look, one of the main reasons why we can't grasp and hold on to know that God is on our side is because we want it the way we want it, how we want it, and when we want it. Hmm. And that doesn't make uh, make God God. That makes us God. Hmm. We have to learn to trust God. Yes, we need to learn to wait on him, patiently wait on him huh? and not fear. I will not fear. The man of God says this word says here. Come on. Verse six. What can mere man do to me? Yeah, what can really happen to us? I had uh, one time I was really going through a lot. Oh, my goodness. And I was um, teaching over at one of the colleges. And the and the director was just not a cool person at all. And I just found myself again, I, I felt in a way to where, you know, again, that people were thinking that they can just play with your life. They can take your little job or let you keep it for a little longer if they want to or whatever. And I just knew that the hammer was coming. You know, God says he's not going to leave us ignorant to Satan's devices. So I knew that, you know, this was going to come down and and you know, whatever. So I was just fearful. I'm like, okay, once again, I'm going to have to go out here and hustle and find something else. But you know what? There was a door that was open during that time. And I don't know, you know, I, I was saved then. I've been saved a long time. And I, on my lunch break, I went into that church door. Now, I don't know what kind of church it was. I don't, I don't, but uh, I went in and the door was open. And it was in the daytime. And guess who was there? The pastor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The pastor was there. You know, I went in and, and then I was able. I just shared with, with, with him what was on my heart. And you know what that man of God said? They, he asked me a question. Okay, so what if it happens? What if it does happen? What does that mean? Hmm? Are you going to die? No, I wouldn't die from it. You know, so we need to know that no matter how bad things look, okay, there's all different kinds of death that we think is important, but there's a lot of death that is truly death. There's a lot of inconvenience in life and hurt and pain that goes on in people's lives around the world that truly is, is just painful, is just brutal. It really is. So, when we think we go through what we go through, our little lives here in America, um, because of how God has blessed us to where our borders aren't uh, being invaded by 
foreigners or that there's war that we can really see. You know, there's a lot of war going on that we can't see. But I'm talking about the wars that leave you homeless and destitute with your children and being taken advantage of and not knowing where you're going to lay your head at. There are people that live around the world that live in those circumstances. So the man of God says, look, I will not fear. And even in those situations, people, we're going to pray. We don't know what God uh, has in store for us. We don't understand and know even the challenges, but we need to trust him. And I will trust him. That's what he says. I will fear the Lord. What can mere man do to me? Verse seven, the Lord is on my side. He is among those who help me. Therefore, I will look in triumph on those who hate me. All right. So he promises to to uh, handle uh, all of the haters in your life there. He's going to look to know the man says that he's going to look to the Lord to deal with the haters. Hallelujah. Verse eight. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. And that's even man, even yourself, mankind, even yourself. Let's not trust in what we can do. What we do after we've done all we can do to do, huh? We stand anyway. We still have to stand with our loins girded with truth and the breastplate of righteousness and the shield of faith. We still have to stand on God, still have to stand on his word. So we do all we can. Let's not get all lazy about it. Certainly not. But we definitely still understand that God is the who we trust. We trust and take refuge in the Lord. So when the threats come, uh, job loss once again, mm, uh, things are sitting, some people have to move all the time, you know, because they don't have the rent to pay. And that's a terrible place to, to have yourself in. It's a terrible place to be. And no one wants to be in that place. But but God provides, doesn't he? I've heard many testimonies about that. And, you know, I have my own testimony to share one of these days about not having a place to stay. Hmm? But God, thank you, Jesus, says verse nine is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Oh, yeah. Princes. Who are they? That could be considered uh, uh, the, the landlord that could be considered the the uh, the boss on the job or whatever. HR or whatever. Big companies. Huh? Better to trust in the Lord. Praise God. So we're going to trust in him. Now, let's go down to verses 14 through 17. Hallelujah. And it says, verse 14, the Lord is my strength and my song. Let's stop right there. Now, these young people just got through worshiping about how excellent and wonderful God is, huh? And he is, they realize that even during that song, as they praised and worshiped him in that song, they, they got excited. Hmm? That's what praise breaks are all about. You know, it's an uplifting opportunity to, uh, fellowship with the Holy Spirit to say, Hey, that's right. My God, my God is hallelujah. Strong. Hallelujah. And that's why we encourage the singing of songs as unto the Lord to glorify him, to magnify him. We have all kinds of crazy things going in our heads all the time and the news 
news and, you know, whatever uh, radio station is on or whatever, uh, you know, somebody trying to talk you out of your money and trying to sell you this or sell you that. And, you know, even some of these uh, Christian broadcasts, you know, you'll, you'll find them trying to take advantage and sell you this or for this donation or that. Huh? But God, huh? when we get in fellowship with him. It's about this song to realize that God is strong. Hallelujah. That he's stronger than any situation we'll find ourselves in any situation. That song will remind us of that. That's why we like to listen to Christian music. Hallelujah. That's that's why we like to listen to praise music. Hallelujah. Because it reminds us. Hallelujah. And it's kind of like a shout beat to let the devil know. Hallelujah. To let the enemies know. To even let yourself know that God is strong. Praise God. And he has become my salvation. Huh? He, he will save. He will deliver. He will answer the prayer. He will provide. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. He'll provide them. Hallelujah. He knows what we're even in need of before we even ask. But when I ask, I go to my God. That gives me an opportunity to declare who he is. (laughs) Come on. When I open up my mouth to ask him, I know that just that just tells the whole world, the devil, the slew foot, all the demons, all even myself, that my God is going to come through. Hallelujah. Because I've asked him glory to God. Hallelujah. And he has become my salvation. Verse 15, the sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. See, that's why we go in. See, that's what we talk about. Hold my mule. We go in and we should go in every day. That's right. I do. I wake up. I'm like, come on. Cause you know, if I don't go in and have, have somebody hold my mule, will I give God glory and praise? Huh? Here comes all the negativity in the world. And I'm not talking about in my mind, psych myself out. I'm saying that when we get and open up our mouths as unto the Lord, I make that joyful shout, get that praise music on, get that praise break music going. Hallelujah. Go ahead and glorify him and magnify him for yourself. What happens is, huh? The shouting, there's salvation in that. That's reminding us that God is and he will come through the right hand of the Lord does valiantly Ah, glory the right hand of the Lord is exalted come on that's verse 16 the right hand of the Lord does valiantly hallelujah verse 17 ah and here's the big promise y'all here's the big promise I will not die but live Let me stop right there. I will not die, but live. You know, we think that our problems are going to take us as unto death. And you know, there may be a point. There may be a point if God allows for us to go into a different phase uh, for him to be glorified. We're still not going to die. No, we will live forever in peace with him. And what is death here? Huh? Absent from the body, Paul says, ah, we're going to be present with the Lord. Come on. That he says, Paul says, look, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. 
and the fellowship of his suffering. Come on. So even if we do find ourselves in a bad way, a painful way, because guess what? Last week that I was just telling you about and ministering about and testifying about, it was not a good week per se. Huh? What is, when is a good week? When is the barometer? Huh? What tells us that we're on the right track? Huh? Huh? When Slewfoot shows up. Yeah, that tells me I'm on the right track when there's a challenge, huh? But I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me, huh? That's what tells me I'm on the right track. When I see it coming, God says he's not going to leave us ignorant to Satan's devices. I hit it with that prayer. Glory. I hit it with that praise and magnification. I hit it with that shout glorifying my God. Huh? I'm ready. I stand firm, flat footed on the word of God. So what do we do? Yes. He says, I will not die, but live and declare the works and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. Ooh, magnificent is our God, isn't he? Hallelujah. I will not die. Hallelujah. But live and declare the works. Ha huh? glory and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. See, when we think about it, what are our testimonies? When we think about how we're dealing with the situation once again, uh, for whatever reason, but it's going to be into glory uh, as a glory unto him. It will be uh, how many ever times will we have to go through it? I don't know. But the fact is, is that God, he promises to supply. He delivers us out of all of our snares and issues. He provides a way of escape our God never leaves us he already knows what we're in need of before we even ask huh he's already planned the end from the beginning he is the alpha and the omega glory he's the first and the last hallelujah he is Jehovah Jireh. He is Adonai, Prince of Peace. He is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, he is awesome and mighty. Almighty Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Come on, the Lord will provide. So what is this? What is this? This is true freedom. See, we talked about that last night on, yep, I couldn't let it go. Mm, it's true freedom. It's to know that no matter what we're dealing with, huh? Yes, it was all right. We went through the different de a declaration of independence and the, the, the different war, the revolutionary war for the independence, huh? To, to be free from the bondage of, of a uh, foreign land or whatever. Mm, we fought as great Americans all of us as great Americans, African Americans, European Americans. We did all that. Huh? And we found ourselves and still in this place called America yet another year. Praise God. But what is, what is the greatest of all freedoms? Hallelujah. Freedom from sin. Glory to have our sins washed away, to be made clean and right relationship with our God. That's the greatest of all freedoms. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to do it. I'm certainly going to do it. Praise God. So now what are we looking at here? Hmm, what are we going to look at? Let's look at this next. This last 
last scripture here. And this, I love, I love the book of Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews tells us so many, so much of how they're the great warriors, huh? When we're saying warriors, those are great faith. Those are great faith from the past. Those that had uh, great faith. And then to know that we will get through this. And, and why are we going to get through this? Huh? Let's look at Hebrews 2, 9 through 15. Now here, uh, but what do we, but what, but we do see Jesus who is made lower than the angels for a little while by taking on the limitations of humanity crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering of death so that by the grace of God extended to sinners he might experience death for the sins of everyone. Hmm? That's why we're going to make it. Huh? That's why we're going to make it because of what Jesus did. Verse 10. For it was fitting for God that it as an, as an act worthy of his divine nature that he for whose sake are all things and through whom all things in bringing many sons to glory should make the author and founder of their salvation perfect through suffering, bringing to maturity the human experience necessary for him to be perfectly equipped for his office as high priest. Jesus again. Come on. Still talking about Jesus. Both Jesus who sanctifies and those who, who are sanctified, that is spiritually transformed, made holy and set apart for God's purpose, are all from one father. For this reason, he is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. Still talking about Jesus. You know, sometimes I talk about, I call Jesus my big brother. Yes, I do. And then I have to go in, hallelujah, and call him my Lord and Savior, my big brother and Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> huh? It just says it right here. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 12, saying, I will declare your, the Father's name to my brethren believers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. And again, he says, my trust and confident hope will be placed in him. And again, here I am. I and the children whom God has given me. Come on. Therefore, since these his children share in flesh and blood the physical nature of mankind, he himself in a similar manner also shared in the same physical nature, but without sin, so that through experiencing death, he might make powerless, ineffective, impotent him who had the power of death, that is the devil. And that he might free. Come on. We're talking about freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Verse 15. Hallelujah. And that he might free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in slavery throughout their lives. Uh, that's why <laughs> Jesus is the why he's why he who the son has set free. Glory is free indeed. Hallelujah. 
That's why he's the reason why. Glory. Hallelujah. Now, the word has gone forth. We've talked about it. We've shared in some great scripture here. Yeah, we've shared in some great scripture. We've showed you. Huh? We've lifted him up. We've praised him. We've worshiped him. Come on, we spent some time together. Now, I know and I trust that the word of the Lord has gone out and it seeks out and does what it was intended to do. Now, this word was intended to touch your heart. Thank you, Jesus. This word is intended to touch your mind, to give you the curiosity, to give you the opportunity and the 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 boldness to say yes to that still small voice that says, come all ye who are laboring or heavy laden and I will give you rest. The word of God says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. This is Jesus. Huh? He says he's meek and lowly. Yeah. So I know the word is tugging on your heartstring. I know that you want to get to know Jesus. I know you do. Hmm? You want to get to know Jesus? First thing, pray this prayer of salvation. Just pray it. Say the words. Give him your life today. Pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. 
with my heart. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are on your way. You're on your way to having that wonderful relationship with your God. Hallelujah. So there is repentance, turning away from sin and turning to God. Amen. There is the baptism in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. Um, and there is the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So to expect God's God's power, his his spirit to live in you with the initial evidence. How do you know you have the Holy Ghost? The initial evidence, the first evidence of, of speaking in tongues is the spirit of God gives utterance as on the day of Pentecost. Now read Acts chapters one, Acts chapters two. Read both of those chapters and it will give you a clear understanding because now it's about taking on and reading the word of God, getting into a, a place where you have a firm foundation, a fellowship with Christ, a fellowship with other believers. If you need to uh, know where to go, you're looking for a church home contact us go out to www.lfhhm.org and let us know you're looking for a church home and we'll help you we'll help you find that church home a church home in your area if you need prayer if you need prayer you need someone to to talk with to help help you think through a few things contact us uh, at www.lfhhm.org and click on that tab, the contact tab, and leave your information. Uh, call us on the phone. There's a number out there as well. And we will, we'll minister. We'll help you get through it. We're none of us are islands. We all have uh, we're family. Yes. And the our, our God is our father. And it's a kingdom and we're in the kingdom of God. So just know that you are not alone, that you are very much loved. Amen. By God. And we love you, too. And I love you, too. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. And uh, let us know if there's anything that we can help with. Let us know. Be blessed. And the Lord says the same. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, one church. 
Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.